Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Our Matrix server is about as free as Internet chat can be. Join the existing rooms or create your own at chat.freetalklive.com. everybody thank you for tuning in and listening to free talk live if you're new to the program you've never heard of free talk live well you can visit freetalklive.com to find out more about our fine program we try to bring you uh, all sorts of things but from the perspective of perspective of peace liberty and prosperity in the studio tonight it's myself the captain zephan and Nikki. Uh, before we go on, I want to say thank you to Edith Crowley. Edith is a uh, silver level amplifier. What does what does amplifier mean, Nikki? Advertise, market, promote, and support. So, if you want to find out more, you can visit amps.freetalklive.com. That's amps.freetalklive.com. It's a Patreon kind of setup where you can donate. Uh, we, we ask for five bucks. That's the silver level, which Edith is at. Uh, some people give more. We've got gold, platinum levels, you know, all that kind of stuff. And you get some little perks for donating. But why would you want to give money to the AMPS program? Well, we're currently on something like 200 radio stations. We could be on 250, 300, 350 radio stations. Not out of the question. It's all up to you. If you value liberty, peace, and prosperity, if you like the hosts, the co-hosts, the callers, and uh, the topics that we bring up here on Free Talk Live, please become uh, an amplifier over at amps.freetalklive.com. Thank you again, Edith Crowley. We appreciate you and your support. All right. Moving right on. Do we have anything to wrap up from the last segment? No, I don't think so. Moving right along. Uh, Before we get into our next topic, let's go to Tim in Florida. Tim, you're on Free Talk Live. So I am in Florida, and uh, a couple of years ago, my my friend got out of prison and uh, ended up being my roommate for a couple of years, which was a horrible experience. Oh, no. But he, he told me a story about a women's prison riot over the price of ramen. And, and basically what happened was they increased the price of top ramen in the commissary from, let's just say, 10 cents to a dollar. Oh my wow. God! It was something ridiculous. hundred percent increase. And, yep, more yeah, than that actually. So, so the women's prison they, they rioted, and as a result, they still only pay whatever the original amount was ten cents, twenty cents. So Zephyr, you, right. you? you were right. You were right. I got it right on the money. Apparently, <laughs> you need to start a website called like the Top Ramen Index <laughs> and just track like you know the, the price yeah. of ramen the, over time. Yeah, yeah. that's actually and, and, and also a good idea. correlate it with like societal impact, mm. like war, yeah. famine, death, disease. Wow. Like how pr- the price of ramen relates to that. That's That'd not be a sweet. bad idea. Maybe I could get Top well, Ramen to sponsor it. Free advertising. <laughs> And and the men and the men did not uh basically the men are paying a dollar. So so they're paying the, the new price because they did not write it. Mm. Yeah. Well that's, so that's what a happens. valuable valuable lesson. Yeah. Yep. And uh I also just wanted to, to give a shout out to Gigi 
um, I share her frustrations about Israel, and, um, you know, Zionism is getting a lot of flack, and, and I will continue to say that the problem is not Zionism in of itself. The problem it's is statism, right? Yeah. No, right. I mean, I think... political Zionism. Yeah. You, you know what I am, actually, Tim? I am a everyone Zionist. I think everyone should have their own little place where they can be themselves. Nice. I think I think that communists should have their little Israel. I think that libertarians should have their little Israel. I think Jews should have their little Israel. Like everybody should just have a place where they can be themselves and let these ideas play out how they want as long as they're not hurting other people. <clears throat> the problem isn't that people get to have these places. The problem is that when they try to expand them and hurt other people to do so, that's that's when there's an issue. The issue is when you don't respect property rights. And actually, that's exactly what we're seeing right now with uh, Israel and Palestine, where there's a group of people who are like, hey, we live here, and maybe we don't want to be a part of this nation or this nation. And uh, governments are like, "Uh, absolutely not. We're going to kill you guys. Right. Is really what's happening. Yep. Yeah, Yeah, Israeli, what's happening. That's funny. And uh, (laughs) I just just wanted to mention a couple of things. Um, As long as we're on the topic, you know, uh, in the beginning, there was the refusal of a hostage, hostage exchange and refusal of a ceasefire on the part of the state of Israel. And, uh, and then there's something ca- called um, Habsora, which is an AI system uh, that basically is deciding uh, who, who the IDF is going to bomb on a daily basis. And uh, they know the names. They know who's going to die. They know the civilian casualties uh, to the name. And then they they just hit the button. A human hits the button. And this is a regime problem. You know, this, and and what's going to end up happening if, if uh, Netanyahu ends up being charged with genocide, he could just be the fall guy, but there's a whole bunch of other guys, including Ben Gavir. And I, I don't have all their names in front of me right now. But uh, That's fine. this has all been a plan for years and years and years to completely take Gaza back uh, for the purpose of uh, natural gas reserves and, and to drive them into the Sinai Desert, uh, which is now everyone's saying, oh, that's the solution. That's the humanitarian solution. They need to go to the Sinai Peninsula. So everything's going it's planned and it's it's a specific uh regime philosophy and unfortunately there's a lot of intermeshing uh with with the people that are occupying us in the united states and we need to figure out how to have a tax revolt yeah bottom line i I I agree there there needs to be something that that everybody can you know get behind uh to stand up for everybody else and thank you for the call today Tim we appreciate you um there doesn't seem to be enough people standing up for other people enough people standing up for themselves um I see it more here than any yeah. place else I've ever lived uh but well, I'm sure but that, I mean, New Hampshire is not a large state. We're not very populous. You know, we've got a, a large concentration of, you know, sort of libertarian types. 
So, like, I kind of, and also, New Hampshire just sort of has a reputation of being that kind of a place, you well, know, with I, its minimal amount of laws and, and that kind of stuff. I think it'll be more than just a New Hampshire thing. I mean, like, basically every problem is solved with spontaneous order through the market. And the way that we innovate out of this problem is with blockchain technology. I I know I'm sounding like a broken record, but it's just because it's it's the truth. Do you want to, uh, since we're talking about it, do you want to talk about your Bitcoin sermon a little bit? Yeah, sure. Because I know you brought it for show prep today, and it's been, I don't even know the last, this is your first appearance this year, at uh, well, least. Well, right? I mean, like, yeah, that's... So that's like 20 def- days into it, but yeah. I don't remember the last time you were on the show, so let's get to it. Yeah, um, so basically, I drafted, um, I was inspired by this show, actually, um, about the divinity of uh, blockchain technology. Um, I personally believe that the most efficient way to uh, channel divine energy into the world is through uh, cryptocurrency um, because it's an honest system of money and money is the most important thing uh, to everybody, whether they recognize it or not, because it's a symbolic um, manifestation of their life's work. But um, if you'd like, I wrote a sermon um, as to why cryptocurrency is a righteous and moral technology that will bring about uh, truth and morality to the world. So I start off with saying cryptocurrency, as described by Tomer Strolight, is a system that has justice built into it through math and truth. I believe we are entering an era in which mathematics, truth, peace and virtue are all simultaneously under attack. In that darkness, cryptocurrency shines as a beacon to preserve all of these important principles on the immutable blockchain. Cryptocurrency is the only creation in the universe that can be used to make dishonest people honest. It makes them adhere to a monetary system that cannot be manipulated or controlled, uh, making it one of the best forms of sound money. More than anything, Bitcoin and other cryptos are sound money, which will bring a righteous overhaul of the corrupt international monetary system mostly upheld by the U.S. dollar. The U.S. government is stealing more and more of the wealth of normal everyday people through inflation, taxation, and the stifling of innovation. This is the antithesis of nearly all principles professed in the Torah, Bible, and nearly every other uh, religious document. Cryptocurrency holds these thieves accountable by providing a shelter of peace and prosperity. In Judaism, this is referred to as a sukkah shlomecha, providing a covering over those who seek to have their life bread preserved by those who wish to steal it. People who use cryptocurrency are furthering this divine act of peace, whether they are conscious of it or not. The practice of purchasing small amounts of Bitcoin, also referred to as stacking sats, Mm -hmm. uh, is a religious ritual that is the equivalent of tithing. Stacking sats is taking a piece of our life's work in the form of virtuous currency and putting it towards peace, freedom, human flourishing, and truth instead of violence, murder, and deception when one keeps their wealth in USD and other fiats. Crypto solves so many issues besides just the monetary system. It also solves all of the problems that stem from that monetary system, such as world hunger, war, disease, and so many other ailments. It also creates a permanent and immutable record. Therefore, it's the best tool for recording historical events such as births, deaths, weddings, and major purchases such as houses and cars. We see it being used by those in poverty as a tool of getting out of poverty. And uh, due to this tool, um, those that are the poorest among the global human population, such as those living in Argentina or El Salvador, could end up being the richest people on Earth. 
because those mm. countries are eager to adopt blockchain technology. Fact. More than any other currency in the past, cryptocurrency serves as a tool to bring humans from all over the world and unite them under a common divine tool that will facilitate what we all desire as religious people. Cryptocurrency will fulfill the prophecy in Isaiah, Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they ever again know war. And that's what I wrote. Uh, that's a- great. Amen. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, don't, a- I don't know if that you know is appropriate for, <laughs> yeah. for your sermon. I mean, um, and, and again, I know I mentioned this to you guys during the break, but I want to mention it to the listeners because it's the way I make sense of it. Um, music... And, you know, I make music, right? So, like, music is the language of emotion. Mm -hmm. You express emotion through music, which is a language based on math, Mm -hmm. right? So, if music can be the language of emotion, then Bitcoin, cryptocurrency in general, is the language of value. Yep. Also based in math. Yep. Right, like people are like, what is well, Bitcoin's not backed by it. yes, it is. It's backed by math. Yeah, <laughs> like, do do you trust math? So that's the thing. <laughs> I think um, just because someone doesn't understand something doesn't mean it isn't back. Because that's usually right. people saying that they just don't understand right. what it is backed by. It's not just like wishy washy, you know, like fake money. Yeah. There's something legitimate backing this up. Yeah. It has legitimate value, unlike the USD. And usually if somebody does say that, um, you got to start with like, well, do you believe the US dollar is backed by anything? And if so, what? Yeah. Right? Does they go, well, it's backed by gold? No, it isn't. It hasn't been <laughs> for some time. Like, they, they, then you know where you're starting. You know, you're like, yes, okay, history lesson time. Yep. Or, yeah. like, maybe I should table this depending on, you know, the audience and where you're at. Yeah. That kind of thing. They've abandoned even honoring foreign debts for gold, which is basically that's how they inched it. They said, okay, at first we won't let individuals redeem their USD for gold, but we'll let foreign powers do it. But they've abandoned that decades ago, yeah. even. So, yeah, jigs the, up. The only thing, we don't even have a trillion dollars of gold. No, it's true. <laughs> and we're like thirty-four trillion in debt. The the only thing that the USD, the United States dollar, what you commonly refer to as cash, uh, is backed by is uh, murder. Yep. The the U.S. military, the the full faith and force of the U.S. military. That's the only thing the dollar's backed by, which is why I call it murder bucks. Yep. Yep. Murder uh, points. <laughs> yeah, murder certificates. Yeah. You know, wh- whatever. I mean, because that's really what it is backed by. Yep. So if you don't like the fact that this instrument of value exchange that you've just sort of you know slept walked through most of your life using. Uh, is backed by murder, well, uh, consider the alternatives. Yeah. Choose a technology that's founded on truth and transparency rather than on murder and death. Yeah. It's never been easier, too, to get it. I mean, you could, like, go on Venmo. They, there, there are literally cr- credit cards out there yeah. that will give you a percentage back in the crypto. Right. I mean, like, you know, we're not getting paid to say this, but I just like the product. Um, Gemini, the exchange, mm-hmm. they do a yes. credit card like this. Yeah. Um, so it's literally never been easier to get into this. Yeah. Uh, Cash App has a Bitcoin Cash App, thing. Yeah. PayPal's into it now, yeah. I guess. So, you know, yeah. I mean, and if you live in New Hampshire, it's the, you know, you just have to, like, knock on, on a free stater's <laughs> door and they'll. Yeah. I think it was at uh, uh, Porkfest. 
either last year or the year before. But somebody was like, hey, you know, they were. I was just wandering around aimlessly, just trying to have fun, you know, fall into somebody else's good times and, you know, meet new people. And somebody came up to like a vendor and was like, hey, you know, I want to buy one of these. They're like, okay, uh, it's it's this much in dollars and I accept uh, cryptocurrency. Here's the mm-hmm. QR code. It's like, oh, all I have is money. And like, <laughs> what, what kind of money? Oh, uh, cash, USD. Like, no, no, we don't accept that here. Based. We only take cryptocurrency. We only here, take or, real money or here. gold yeah. or silver, you know that kind of yeah. thing. And, and the guy was like, "Well, where the hell am I going to get some Bitcoin?" Literally and, anywhere. And the guy was like, "Turn around and ask somebody. Like everybody here has some. You should be able to find some. You know, within asking ten people. Yeah. You know, the guy turned around, asked like two people. So he was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll sell you some Bitcoin, no problem." Yeah. And so he was able to get some and buy the thing he wanted, yeah. and it was that easy. Yep. Yeah. And soon that'll just be the world we live in. Hopefully. Uh, let's see. Uh, what were we talking about last? It was Bitcoin, right? Yeah. Uh, we were doing your sermon. Yeah. So I want to move on to this from Reason Magazine. Uh, now, I'm a, uh, besides being a musician, I like to play guitar, heavy metal style, and that kind of thing. I like to hardcore yell into a microphone yeah. occasionally and. You know, try my hand at the singing and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I also make uh, parodies mm. uh, in the sort of the Weird Al variety, except uh, I do cuss. Yeah. Not in all of them, but like I, I'm not going to limit myself on my ability to choose words to make these parody songs. By And plus, I really like cussing. I was going to bring up earlier that um, my favorite song of yours actually is uh, the one, the parody of that Beatles song you were like, where are the face type? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a <laughs> that pa- one, paperback that, writer yeah, is the Beatles tune. And that, I, that song like occasionally gets stuck in my head. And earworm style. Yeah, nice. yeah, definitely. Awesome. Thanks, yeah. man. Uh, so, yeah, I do make parody songs. I have something called the Kick-Ass Parody Project. Yeah. There's a Bandcamp <laughs> page. You can get to it from CaptainKickass.com if you look. Uh, but this article headline struck me. Now, I haven't read the article myself, but mm-hmm. it says, AI Fraud Act could outlaw parodies, wow. political cartoons, Boo. and more. What and does that have to do with AI or fraud? I... I well, have but you, you know ever how it heard is. of an like, act uh, that like is named something and it like doesn't do even address any, the thing? Yeah. Yeah. First, first the and inflation foremost, inflation reduction act. First and foremost, as these things ha- we've come to know from uh, the past use of the word act, the Patriot Act, yep. the whatever yeah. act, right? They're uh, acting. It's just an act. (laughs) So the AI Fraud Act is them acting like there's some fraud within AI that I don't know. I don't know how they got to outlawing parodies and political cartoons through this thing. I I have no idea. But I'm curious. So once again, the government hates fun. Mm -hmm. They certainly do. Uh, The subheadline is the bill is broad enough to target a Saturday Night Live skit lampooning Trump, a comedic impression of Taylor Swift. Or a weird chat GPT generated image of Ayn Rand. <laughs> okay. Wow. Mixing new technology and new laws is always a fraught business, especially if the tech in question relates to communication. Lawmakers routinely propose bills that would sweep up all sorts of First Amendment protected speech, like cryptocurrency, for mm-hmm. example. Uh, we've seen a lot with the social media. And we're starting to see it with artificial intelligence. Case in point, 
No Artificial Intelligence Fake Replicas and Unauthorized Duplications Act. The No AI Fraud Act. <laughs> this is an acronym. The wow. No AI Fraud Act is a freaking acronym. Jeez. The first word, no, that's just a word, apparently. They couldn't yeah. be put an N. And then AI, <laughs> they couldn't be Nye Fraud Act, right? Yeah. They had to be No AI Space Fraud Act. Stands for No Artificial Intelligence Fake Replicas and Unauthorized Duplications Act. Okay, first of all, this goes back to uh, Metallica and Napster Ugh, and, and yeah. all this kind of crap, right? Okay. When, when they, like, the government put out... Okay. Thanks, Metallica. The government put out ads like, copying is stealing. Yeah. It's like, no, it's not. If it were, that would be called stealing. Yeah. Like, if I have if I have an app on my phone and I'm able to walk around your car and scan it, right, mm-hmm. uh, down to every last detail, right, to 4K type, type of resolution, right? I get the color right. I get uh, all your rust spots right. Right. I get the the tint of your windows, legal or otherwise. Uh, you know, get that, all that correct. And I take that scan that I've made of your car, mm-hmm. and I go plug it into like a three D printer somewhere. You know, and I I create an exact duplicate of your car. Have I stolen your car? Well, uh, the car, the original car in question, is still there. So right. I would have to say no. Correct. Stealing necessitates the owner being left without the original. Yep. You'd think, yeah. So, uh, that's just a little background in history of uh, stealing versus copying. Well, what, what the example I like to give, too, is let just to give a more direct example of like the CD and everything, right? Yeah. Let's say that you go to the store, you buy a CD, you put it into your computer, yep. and then you post your property somewhere, and then somebody goes online, sees that you posted your property, uses their computer that they bought with their money, like, and the router that they bought with their money, and the internet service that they bought with their money, and downloaded it to their hard drive that they bought with their money. Making a copy of it. Yes. So, you're getting the property from somebody else that they voluntarily relinquished and gave out to everybody, and you're using your property... To obtain that freely shared property. And yet this third party out of nowhere says that you're taking their property. Yeah. Like the whole concept of um, intellectual, intellectual property, property yeah. just like is, is, I mean, is a total theft. It is because it it is impossible. Intellectual property isn't a thing. You can't like ha- hold property over an idea or a thought. You know what they call that in uh, my industry? They what? call it a legal fiction because yeah. it's fake. Yeah. And it's legally constructed. We'll talk more about this weird thing, this No AI Fraud Act coming up, plus more of your calls. And more is on the way. It's Free Talk Live. It's the Saturday Night Edition, 603-283-6160. More coming up. It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. And you should, too. My Patriot Supply. 
the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $200 on each three-month food kit you purchase. MyPatriotSupply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep in unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com USA News Update. More snow in store for more than 100 million Americans this weekend. Forecasters say two back-to-back storms will spread at least three inches of snow across some 18 states from Wyoming to New York. President Biden still believes there can be a solution between Israel and Palestine. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby told reporters Friday that Biden made those comments to be told reporters Friday that Biden made those comments to Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Those comments come after Netanyahu rejected the idea for a Palestinian state once the conflict in Gaza is over. Japan has now become the fifth country to successfully land on the moon. Their lander touched down on the moon yesterday. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or injured at work, you have rights and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-509-4492. 800-509-4492. That's 800-509-4492. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit ShopSuperTea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is ShopSuperTea.com, or call us at 818-984-6100, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTea.com. We still do email. Drop your email address in the entry box at FreeTalkLive.com, and you'll be kept in the loop with Free Talk Live. (laughs) 
the final segment of this fine Saturday night edition of Free Talk Live. The telephone number 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. Zephan. And Nikki. Let's get this call out of the way. It's Skeeter calling from California. Skeeter, you're on Free Talk Live. It's your boy. It's your boy, evolutionary <laughs> capitalist and destroyer of libertarianism, young skeet. Young oh, skeet. by the way. Wait, wait. How many libertarians have you destroyed? Several, including yourself. Uh, I'm still here, so you haven't destroyed me. So you can the, subtract oh, one. Oh, by the way, Captain. Oh, by the way, Captain Smooth Brain. Zero point zero two two hundredths, not tenths. Yeah, no, whatever. He just, I was, he just got so excited because he had been thinking about yeah. that disc for that like was, an hour. And it he was, was like, that oh. was literally like an hour and a half. Been yeah. living in his head rent free. Special education didn't help you develop simple arithmetic. <laughs> but I'm, I'm calling to. You mean state education didn't help me develop could, simple arithmetic? I can smell your autism <laughs> through the radio. <laughs> does autism have a smell? Yeah, well, it does on him, apparently. <laughs> Did you I know Asperger's it. is the next evolution of humanity? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, uh, if this is the inevitable result of humanity, I don't know uh, if I'm too optimistic. You also, you, yeah, man, I, I almost puked when I heard your Bitcoin rant or your crypto rant. But I'm calling to vent my frustration with how ignorant libertarians are about the market and capitalism. And are completely oblivious about the fact that aggression can sometimes bring about a higher good. What you were talking about, uh, everybody should have their own Israel? Does are you, have, like, are you, you know, drunk? Does he have the that, villain mask on? colonialism, boy. That's like, colonialism. Colonialism can bring about a greater good. Just like America taking over the Native Americans. <laughs> that brought about a greater good. Aggression can bring about higher utility. It is not always immoral. Just Are like you like Africa. Mr. Macho or something? Like you're Step into a slip gym. Oh, yeah, slavery. brother. Just like African slavery brought about a better good for them. Oh, yeah, and slave those blacks, brother. <laughs> was it better than staying in Africa? Now their generation, now their uh, progeny. It was all horrible. Stay in a first world. That should never be repeated. Do you deny that? Do you deny the ancestors? I mean, not the ancestors, but the progeny <laughs> of the old slaves. Wow, and, no, and he likes to complain life. about me yeah. saying stuff around. Goodbye. <laughs> well, that was interesting. I like that I really... he changed his voice a little, though, this <laughs> time. That was interesting. It's like we got some accents in there. Yeah. You know? he, um, he was trying to maintain that, you know, that... that uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, what is it? Who's, like who's the, the bad guy I'm thinking or... of? Bane? Is that from the Batman? Yeah. He's yeah. got the mask on and he kind of um, sounds But that guy talks like British. He's like, oh, you think darkness is your ally? Oh, like, that's true. Yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> I was born in maybe the Maybe he's like Bane's bastard son or something. Mm, maybe. You know, Bane refuses like, uh, to acknowledge his existence. Yeah, but like somehow they fused the DNA of Bane and the Slim Jim guy. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Randy Macho Man Savage. Yeah. And Bane had a bastard love child. His name <laughs> is Scooter. Squidward, Skeeter, whatever the hell his name is. They they made it in uh, Jeffrey Epstein's uh, cloning lab or whatever. I don't know if you guys heard about that. I didn't hear about uh, that. Yeah, oh, he wanted man. to clone himself, uh, and uh, he was he was lining the pockets of a lot a lot of uh, 
scientists um, to to try to do that. That's why like Stephen Hawking was on his payroll. And oh, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, like everyone only that makes more on, sense yeah. than the memes that yeah, I was seeing about. Only, <laughs> everyone only focused on the Stephen Hawking part, but they didn't like stop to think why is he trying to get in bed with all these scientists? It's because he yeah. that's he, funny. He because, never wanted um, to die, and he wanted to be like um, you know cloned like forever. That, basically, uh, that television show, The Big Bang Theory. Right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever watched that. Yeah, I have. Uh, yeah, uh, but uh, they, you know, they pay homage to nerd culture, nerdism, and yep. you know that kind of stuff. And uh, Stephen Hawking, you know, was a, a recurring theme. Yeah. on yeah. that show. And and in fact, there was even one episode where like he made a guest appearance or something. Yeah, right? yeah. He made yeah. a guest appearance, and like, you know, he was like, "Oh, hey, hey, five o'clock. Look at the Hooters on that one, right?" Like, <laughs> like they made Stephen Hawking out really? to be like like a lecherous old man yeah, in yeah. his in his wheelchair, yeah, like, lusting, lusting after the after, out, the, yeah. after the after the college chicks or yeah. whatever that kind of thing. Oh, and so now that you bring this up about him and Epstein, I'm just like, wow, that's yeah, just yep. that's weird foreshadowing, man. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, jokes are only funny if they have an element of truth in them. Yeah, that's true. Before we go on, I want to tell everybody that Free Talk Live has been brought to you by Dash. Digital Cash. Dash is the cryptocurrency made for spending. Dash transactions are irreversible, so Dash is great for merchants. Plus, its network protection, or its network is protected from 51% attacks by its chain locks technology. Thanks to the Dash DAO for sending us 32 Dash per month for this sponsorship. It's easy to get and easy to use Dash. You can learn more at dash.org. That's dash.org. All right. So we were talking about, we began to talk about this article from Reason. AI Fraud Act could outlaw parodies, political cartoons, and more. It turns out that uh, this is an acronym. No Artificial Intelligence Fake Replicas and Unauthorized Duplications Act. The No AI Fraud Act. Under the auspices of protecting Americans' individual right to their likenesses and voice. The bill would restrict a range of content wide enough to ensnare parody videos, comedic impressions, political cartoons, and much more. The bill's sponsors, Reps Maria Elvira Salazar and Madeline Dean, say they're concerned about AI-generated fakes and forgeries per a press release. They aim to protect people from unauthorized use of their own images and voices by defining these things as intellectual property of each individual. Like, Okay, well, thanks, but we don't need your protection. Like, get over it. Like, protect us from, from what? Well, okay. Yeah. Exactly. I think I can actually make the devil's argument here and come from a principled position. Um, all right, but you got to hold your two fingers on your forehead like you're yeah. the devil while you do it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so let's say that somebody uses AI to make it look like you robbed a bank. Okay. And in actuality, they're the one that robbed the bank, but for some reason they were able to jam all of the video. I mean, if they're tech-savvy enough to do the AI thing, they're probably tech-savvy enough to jam some you know, video recording uh, software. Um, and then the only evidence that this whole thing happened is this video that he made. Like, I don't think the government is how we solve that problem. But I think that it does pose a problem. Who's going to protect everybody from the government using AI to convince people oh, well, that no. it is righteous and necessary? Well, it's okay that they if they do it. Yeah, they're they're better than because everybody. I'm convinced they're already using AI for those purposes. I'm yeah. sure. 
Um, now, you know, you can jump down that rabbit hole if you'd like to. Well, or like what if, I don't know, like what if somebody does something like maybe less nefarious because you're not getting prison time over this? Like, um, like let's say that somebody makes a pornography video of you or something like that. Well, like, and like, do you own your likeness at all? Like, I'm not a fan of intellectual property, but... Like, I mean, there's already the use of, like, once something gets released into the public, like, you can't stop people from using, well, you know, clipping images yeah. and slides from it and using it to make a meme and, exactly. and all that kind it's of a, stuff. It's a slippery slope, you yeah, know what true. I mean? Yeah, no, I mean, I'm just trying to reach the truth here. I don't know what the answer is, yeah. but I do know that it poses a problem and we should be talking about it. Well, uh Here's the solution. Uh, just uh, abolish intellectual property as a concept. Yeah. I mean, that I mean, would that would that would help like with some things. But I think it does away with everything. And then like now you just have to figure out how you're going to survive in the marketplace without using the force of government to claim somebody wronged you because they copied something you did. Yeah. So let's use this example. So say, you know, you have a photo of yourself on the internet or a video of yourself on the internet mm-hmm. and someone takes that and does kind of like that, the, the porno example, you know, they make some, you know, like the deep fake, right? Yeah. yeah. Some deep fake porno video of you. It's awful. It looks really realistic yep. and you don't like it, but there's no intellectual property. What do you do about that? Like, how do you, if it really, really upsets you and you don't want it on there, how would you, what avenue would someone go down to well, try to get that removed? Okay, so other than like, you know, I don't know, like you have to be feeling some way about that, right? You have to be like, oh, look, somebody made a porn, you know, but it looks like I'm in it. Yeah. Right now. Clearly, if somebody would want it removed, that they would be very upset by it. Okay. They, they have bad feelings about it. Okay. But what are they really upset by? Right? I don't know. They, why, why does that upset people is really what I'm getting at. Why Why would a, a fake porno of you being released on the internet upset you if it would? I don't know if it would or not. I don't know if it would or not either. It probably would upset me. Um, I probably wouldn't like it. Um, but because that, since that's not something I would do in real life, I wouldn't want people to think that it's it's about the image that other people have of me. Mm-hmm. I suppose would be the true deep seated reason why that would bother me. It's because I don't want other people to think that that is something that I would do, maybe. So I find, and you know, I mean, before Free Talk Live, I did music and all that kind of stuff. So I, I have a bit of a public persona already. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, B and C list for sure. I'm certainly no A list entertainer, but like I've had an audience previously. I have an audience now. We have an audience on this show uh, and that kind of a thing. So. What I've found is I've just ignored all of that crap, right? Mm. There's uh, yeah. trolls in the chat rooms who are grabbing still shots of me oh, and yeah. you and yeah. everybody else and, like, making all sorts of funny stuff or whatever to them, yeah. right? Some of it's downright offensive, right? Yeah. But, like, I just ignore it. Why? Because I don't want to give them any traction, right? Yeah. If well, somebody makes something like that uh, of your likeness, uh, the the best thing, in my opinion, to do yeah. is nothing. And I'm don't sure don't react because you know, that's what they want. They want a yes. reaction. And I'm sure that's what like really famous people like Taylor Swift. I'm sure there's all sorts of deep fake AI yeah. content of her. There's fake profiles of all of these celebrities, and that's what they do. Right. And and they'll yeah. they'll tell you that any celebrities like never read the comment section yeah. because right. those people are going to tear you to shreds. They're also a bunch of 
you know, compared to somebody who's like rich and famous, it's like, okay, yeah. Taylor Swift's not going to give you the time of day to even read your comments or anything like that. She has better things to do, right? right? Like being rich and famous. Well, but um, like, like this stuff already exists to an extent. For example, yeah. scrolling through the Facebook, uh, I tapped on something that I shouldn't have, right? You know, not because uh, I didn't want to, but because as you, you know, sometimes you just you tap on the screen when yeah. you shouldn't, whatever. Yeah. It tapped on something. It was an article about Friends, right? The TV show, yeah. right? So the next thing you know, uh, Facebook is serving me up some weird <laughs> thing about like Jennifer Aniston, right? And it's a photo of Jennifer Aniston's face, but obviously not her body yeah right it's obviously somebody far more well endowed and (laughs) what appears to be ai airbrushed you know what i mean in a bikini like definitely not her figure but it was a relatively good job so like these things already exist absolutely government's doing nothing about it already what on earth are they predicting they're going to do by passing this new act well and what i would say it boils down to which you know a lot of problems boil down to this it which is um personal responsibility you know like i think that if you are going it's fundamentally at the end of the day your choice to do the click 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 to put your images online into this public public forum i think that as we continue to like move our lives like onto the internet like the definition of a pup what constitutes a public fi- figure will shift because under the law you're allowed to do all these crazy things with like yeah. public figures that you can't do with like ordinary people but like when you put yourself on the internet your information is public right yeah. to everybody right yeah. literally. so like you in doing that act are choosing that you no longer want to be private to a certain degree. Mm. Yeah. Like, and, and I know people who live their lives by like actively not being in pictures. Yeah. Like they just, every time a group photo is taken, they turn around, you know, or, and they never take pictures of themselves and post it online. And that's just how they live their their lives. And I think that like, as time goes on and we see this technology progress and people get angry about it, like, they're going to just have to like come to that realization that I'm responsible for my actions yeah. and I have to live in accordance with that principle. I know that you have at least done some legal studying, right? Yeah. Um, th- just the term intellectual property yeah. to me is an oxymoron. <laughs> well, you called it, what did you call it earlier? Uh, oh, Zephyr, uh, legal, legal fiction. fiction. Yep. Yeah. That's, That's what exactly it is. what it is. Yeah. It is well, it they is, call it that too. It is ma- right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in fact, government is legal fiction. Yeah. The, the entire institution that people call government the, is legal fiction. And the most common legal fiction, the, the thing that if you take any law class they'll bring up, are uh, corporations. Right. Those are legal uh, – those are uh, fictional people. Right. Yes. Legal yeah. fictions. Right. Yeah. So, so back to the copyright kind of stuff and, and legal fiction and copying in general. Um, let's take a look at something that if intellectual property, the way governments – uh, describe it and enforce it. Mm-hmm. If it existed pre-biblical times, mm-hmm. the Bible would not exist. Why would I say that? Yeah, why would you say that? Well, because all, all, all the Bible is is a bunch of copies. <laughs> like literally, and like people would embellish it, right? Yeah, but like true. somebody would would find it and be like, "Oh, you know what? I got to translate it into this thing, or yeah. I got to copy oh, it." You're right. I got to copy true. it so that I can bring a copy of it to my people and teach from it, you know, yeah. over here, right? So, like the Bible itself 
is in complete violation of intellectual property right. laws of many countries. There's only like 200 nations well, on planet Well, just Earth. the spreading of ideas in general. Like, let's say that you tell me an idea that's super interesting, mm-hmm. and I just, you know, it really captivated me. And so, like, later on, I'm with Nikki, and I tell Nikki, oh, look at this great idea that he told me about. And then you're like, you stole my idea. Right. Like, yeah. no, you put that out into the world, right. and then you gave it to me. Right. Yeah. What did you expect? So, and it's not, you know, it wouldn't be Zephan's fault because he got to it's he, you know, like make, brought that idea into fruition, right? Before you did, yeah. it's like, well, if you really wanted it to be your idea, you should have kept it to yourself. Yeah, it's all personal responsibility. And, it all goes back to that. And I never really thought about it this way, but something Zephan just said kind of brought this into my mind. Ding, ding, ding. I do think it is by design the lockdown on information and the mm-hmm. intellectual property laws. I think that is to reduce the spread and to slow the spread of knowledge and information, of art, creativity, Mm -hmm. all of that. It is not to protect anybody. It's not to protect businesses. It's nothing to do with trademarks and copyrights. All of that is a farce Mm -hmm. with the real intention of it is so people can't learn and grow and develop these ideas, right? Because like this has been happening. I mean, every single thought you have, another human being has probably had before you. Mm -hmm. Every idea you have, someone else is probably having right now. You know what I mean? Like you can't... You can't lock that down. It's impossible. And it's not fair that someone is just like, oh, I I have uh, a copyright over this, so you can't do it now. Yeah. Uh, That doesn't make sense. And and like we can go through, okay, we go, let's biblical time, the Bible, right? Literally has been copied many uh, hundreds, thousands of times. I don't even know. Yeah. In different languages and all that kind of stuff. Thousands of years. People are still using it today. And then then we come up to like uh, the, the dawn of recorded music. Mm-hmm. Right, like okay. First, there were records. Now, those are hard to duplicate, but then cassettes came along, mm. and consumers could just go to like the regular department store and buy a cassette. Mm-hmm. And if you had two cassette players or a double cassette deck, you could copy any cassette. Yep. And all of a sudden, there were people upset about that because why would we allow? Allow? Right. This is the, yeah. the word that comes yeah, in. Why would we allow? No, it? no. You don't get to allow. Yeah. Like again, nobody's stealing from anybody. Yeah. Right. If it wasn't for tape trading back in the day uh certain artists like Metallica for example since yep. we mentioned them earlier would not have gotten the notoriety and fame they would not have been able yeah, to absolutely. sell out their concerts when they went on their self-produced tours and stuff like that they got zero airplay back in the day when they were a thrash metal band yep. zero airplay for their th- first 3 albums and the master of puppets went gold mm. right and that sort of like put them over the hump and got them some attention from labels got them a real tour and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff so if it wasn't for tape trading tape copying and people who were fan- of this style of music going, dude, here, have a copy. Or, dude, can you make me a copy? Sure, yeah. I'll make you a copy. Or, can I borrow that and I'll make a copy? Yeah, sure, whatever. I'll come over to your house on Tuesday. We'll make copies. If it wasn't for that, yeah. right, these musicians would not have had the level of success. I know. It's like they are trying to prevent themselves from being viral. Right. Well, it seems because like they that, don't truly understand right. it, yeah. right? They're just like, all they're thinking about, I mean, once Metallica's famous, right, they're like, no, if you want to listen to our music, you got to pay money for it. Right. You yeah. know, like, we're big and famous now, and, and we we earned this. And you also see that in the music industry with certain chord progressions. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, there's only, I mean, you can get real, real creative with music, using different instruments, using different chord progressions, but there's... 
so I'm thinking specifically of Stairway to Heaven by Led Zeppelin, which oh, I know God. is uh, Captain's favorite song. You're fired. But allegedly, Robert Plant heard the song Taurus by Spirit. Yes. And yes. that's where they I've, got... I've heard of this before, yeah. Right? So then they're like, oh, well, Led Zeppelin stole this chord progression yeah. from, from Spirit. Okay, but... Want to tell me why Stairway to Heaven is a super famous song mm-hmm. and they were like a number one top chart yeah. hit well, and how, why Led Zeppelin is way yeah. more famous than Spirit? Yeah. I mean, uh, oh, maybe I got they did you. steal your idea, but they did it better than you. Yeah, I've got news for you. Every musician out there uh, everywhere of all time has stolen something from somebody else. And by stolen, I mean, stealing, I don't, I don't mean, I don't mean, st- I mean like they are they were inspired. It's called, yeah. it's called influenced, right? Yeah. Like I might write a riff that sounds like, I don't know, Tommy Victor from Prong, yeah. right? Because I mentioned Prong a little yeah. earlier. Yeah. Uh, and, and if I write a riff, people are like, oh man, you've been influenced by Tommy Victor. I take that as a compliment. Yeah. Because yes, I have, as a matter of fact, been influenced by Tommy Victor. I haven't stolen his riffs, but I've listened to, I've played you know his his riffs by myself yeah. and then now when i jam occasionally that style comes out in me in the riffs Absolutely. that i wrote now yeah. they're not exactly note for notes you know stolen if you will copied if you will N- none of that but like you can't you can't stop that art is everybody being influenced by everything they've mm-hmm. ever lived through and then putting their own personal touch on it that's Absolutely. it that's all it is there's this really um great song um that was made that's basically like it's it's called four chords um and it's like five seconds of like a whole bunch of different songs that use the exact same four chords yeah. i've heard this it. yes it's so good yes. and it like just so seamlessly goes into the next song playing the same chords and you're you're like wow okay so clear like and and it just goes on door point and in that like it's it's they're just inspired that's that's all it is and like what art is is the free exchange of that inspiration yes so when they inhibit it through intellectual property they are stifling human innovation through art Agreed. Which yeah. is probably the most evil thing you can do to a human being besides trying to ban laughter like they're trying to do. Yeah, too. <laughs> it, yeah it certainly seems like it. Uh, the bill's sponsors uh, say they aim to protect people from unauthorized use of their own images and voices. No, The No AI Fraud Act cites several instances of AI being used to make it appear that celebrities created ads or art that they did not actually create. Oh, boo-hoo-hoo. <laughs> making, making these celebrities even more popular and famous <laughs> and valuable than they were before, yeah. by the way. Like, this is Free what labor. I don't get. This is what I don't get about these people who are against this sort of thing like if you are trying to be if you're trying to make money at being popular at being a musician at being an actor or something like that mm-hmm. right why would you ever want yourself to become less yeah yeah it doesn't make any sense to me uh for instance ai technology was used to create a song title called heart on my sleeve emulating the voices of recording artists drake and the weekend States the bill's text, AI technology was also used to create a false endorsement featuring Tom Hanks' face in the advertisement for a dental plan. To me, this is just people being creative, man. Yep. Right? Uh, While the examples of the bill are directly related to AI, the bill's actual reach is much more expansive, targeting a wide swath of digital depictions or digital replicas. Uh, The insanely broad bill is about creating a right to sue someone who uses your likeness or voice without your permission. 
It states that every individual has a property right to their own likeness and voice, and people can only use someone's digital depiction or digital voice replica in a manner affecting yeah. interstate or foreign commerce. Blah, blah, and that's blah. the thing. Like, where do we draw the line here? Yep. Where does it end? It never does. Not with the state, it doesn't. Until the state ends, anyway. Bitcoin fixes this. We're out of time. Thank you, Zephan, for joining us. Thank you, Nikki, for joining us on Thank a you. Saturday. Thank you to all of our callers, our listeners. If you missed any part of the program, please visit freetalklive.com and find the archives under resources. Thanks and peace. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Advertising is simple. It starts with someone who has a need. Mom! And then gets more specific. Mom, I want pizza. Then we add urgency. I want pizza tonight. Before you know it, your GCN advertising message is reaching millions of listeners. Listeners who are definitely in need. We want pizza! You see? Advertising on GCN is simple. Your message meets their need, and the result means new business for you. Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message to feed those who have an urgent need. We want pizza tonight! GCN has the most affordable national radio advertising rates, period. And millions of people listen to GCN radio programs on over 1,000 AM and FM and XM stations and streaming audio live. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email, advertise at GCNlive.com.